Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a wonky show special. It's Eurovision week, and to celebrate on the site this week, we're on a little trip around European HE. And in this special episode of the podcast, we're talking to Twenta and Shede about teaching, learning, project work, and creating tomorrow. It's all coming up. Welcome to The Wonky Show, your weekly way into this week's higher education news, policy and analysis. I'm Wonky's Associate Editor Jim Dickinson, and in a special episode this week, we're talking to Bram van Uden, the president of Twente Students' Union in Enschede in the Netherlands. Just a bike ride away from the German border, Twente is the country's only campus university, set in the sumptuous surroundings of a 140-hectare estate with woodland, meadows, water and robots and technology on entrepreneurialism. So, Bram, look, it's great to have you on. Uh, commiserations. The Netherlands, sadly, not through to Saturday night's Eurovision final. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, is there an event on on campus for students to watch the show on Saturday? Well, I think a lot of students watch it. I think uh, within our student bar, there's always a place to uh, watch the show. So I think they had a great night. My great campus. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So, so uh, uh, by the way, uh, if you're interested, there's a terrific paper from Twenta Academics on allegations of political and biased voting in the context. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Now, Bram, we met in January on our coach tour with Students' Unions, and I think it's safe to say we were pretty impressed with what we saw. Can you start for us by giving a sense of what the university is about? You know, why is it different to other universities in the Netherlands? Yeah, well, thank you. Well, indeed, uh, we had you over at January and uh, we uh, got a chance to give you a great view of what our university is. So we have a really nice campus, as you already said, within the Netherlands. It's green and everything is located uh, fairly close to each other. And the university here in Twente is kind of unique. The university really focuses on development of the student and development isn't only only education. Development is also learning soft skills. And that's why the curricular and extracurricular part here at the University of Twente is put into a little bit of a spotlight. Uh, the student is number one in its development, and the university makes sure that it can explore and develop his talents in the best way possible. Well, I mean, you know, f- fascinating stuff. And, and I mean, look, I mean, I, I guess there are a number of universities that might say something similar. But one of the things we've been talking about actually on the site this is, is some of the kind of educational nuts and bolts of some of the things we've seen in Europe. So, you know, if I think about Twente, undergraduate programs, you know, 180 ECTS credits. Give us a sense of what a typical 15 credit Twente module looks like. You know, what is a module like at Twente? Yeah, so we have a lot of different programs here, um, but generally um, it consists of 40 hours a week of workload for 10 weeks 
uh, in a row. And what really stands out is the amount of project work that you do here. So collaborating with others, with other fellows, and also get a good experience of that. Uh, also interaction and the facilitation that we have here at campus is unique, which uh, brings out uh, a lot of opportunities to explore uh, within studies. Yeah, so, so when you say project-based, I mean, what does that look like? So, you know, I mean, presumably there are still lectures and seminars, but what, but what, how, are the, how do projects fit into a module? So you have uh, lectures to get information and work sessions to actually, uh, well, get your way with all the, the, the content. Uh, but a project, it's uh, one step further. It's actually like making it a little bit more concrete, uh, collaborating with others. For example, within my studies of industrial engineering and management, we do a lot of projects to actually see in what way you can apply the content that you learned and see all the perspectives about it. And it gets so much depth uh, to the learning curve that you have, uh, and that's great. So, 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 give us a. I mean, you, 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 when you were on on your program, give us give us a sense of a couple of the projects that you might have been involved with, and and which other students you were talking to. So, for example, during one of my modules, I collaborated with multiple studies, and they got a, a, a roller for kids, and they asked us to make uh, improvements, innovations to uh, their roller, and so we did. So this was the company Bugaboo, and we developed with multiple studies a solution for them uh, by applying all the knowledge that we had learned uh, to get a little bit of a different perspective of what you can actually do with all the knowledge to see what research is about in practice. Yes, that is that is interesting. And how's that assessed? So, you know, um, are there exams? Is, uh, is, does someone sort of watch a presentation at the end? How, what, what does assessment look like in, in that kind of... Well, it's mostly a part of the module. So you're assessed by the group, you're assessed on uh, individual work. So the work that you put out, for example, within a report, uh, but of course you also have to know the theory that's there and you will get tests about it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's also, of course, a main part of your module. That's interesting. And, w- and when you say, I mean, you know, are some of those projects, you know, are there, are there sometimes opportunities to do interdisciplinary projects? So, um, you know, you, you're, you're, I think, from an engineering and business student, right? So uh, do, do you sometimes get to work on projects with students from across the university? Yes. So the example that I just gave was with three different studies. Uh, also, we have, of course, our minors where we explore uh, within different studies, so you are with two modules for a semester. Uh, you're working with other students, also from other studies. Um, and within the university, they really try to combine with other studies. So you get a multidisciplinary view of what you can do with knowledge and how you can combine different kind of knowledge to each other to make or to form a solution yes that's really interesting and when you say i mean just to just to stick with this for a minute when you say to, to find a solution one of the things i think that you know we're quite intrigued by uk is the idea of kind of problem-centered learning where you know there are challenges and problems where one has to find a solution this is this is not necessarily universal in in the kind of uk education system, but there's something about the dutch education system more broadly isn't there that is focused on problem solving. Yeah, I think you can say the University of Twente um, thinks that uh, challenge-based learning is an essential part of uh, working and working for the future. Also, lifelong learning, so not only working 
uh, learning as a young student, but throughout your life is essential for the future. And that's why they also uh, put focus on there. A part of challenge-based learning is, of course, these projects I uh, talk about, but it's also developing on extracurricular parts. Um, it's the whole process going through as a student to develop yourself uh, to the full extent. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. Now, we'll get to the extracurricular stuff in a minute, but I mean, before we get there, can you give us a sense of what your week looks like? So, you know, what are people doing throughout the week? Are they are they on campus? Are they meeting in, in, in the city? Are, are there lots of students that have part-time jobs? You know, what what's student life like in a, in a, for a typical student throughout the week? For a typical Dutch or, well, a student that lives here in the Netherlands, uh, or in Twente, well, that's hard to say. Everybody does it differently, but if I would guess, then um, they would go to their uh, classes, of course, um, have a lecture, have a work meeting. Mostly there's a project group which are involved in within the lunch. They grab a lunch somewhere. We have a grocery store here, uh, or they bring some sandwiches from home, which is also very Dutch, of course. Um, and then in the evening, most Students are participating here in Twente within an association. So, or they do sports, or some performing arts activities, or they are doing a committee to organize something. So, that's within their spare time. Um, we also have uh, a really strong community bond here in Enschede. So, everybody knows each other. And when you go to the city center, of course, for a little bit of relaxing uh, at a bar, then uh, you have always someone to talk to. Um, so, looking throughout the week, I would guess around 40 hours of studying, in the evening a little bit of self-development, for example, on a committee, um, and of course the fun stuff that the student life has to offer here. So, it's uh, quite diverse, and there's a place for everybody to explore it in their own way, since nobody is the same, and nobody has the same interest. But uh, the university and the offer that we have here, it's so broad that everybody for sure can find this place to feel home and comfortable. I guess one of the other things we're interested in before we get to the extracurricular stuff is study support. So study counselling, you know, that kind of thing. Does that, does that, does that, is that provided? What does that, that, that look like, that support for, for student study? Yeah, so uh, let's begin at, well, the feeling that you have here at the University of Twente. Um, I already said there's a strong community feeling, and that's not only uh, between students, it's also within uh, lecturers, for example. Um, every Everybody is really approachable, and that makes um, learning really approachable as well. On a low level, you can ask questions, uh, you can just walk in most of the time, uh, just send an email and you will get a quick uh, uh, reply. But that's apart from learning. Also, when you have something maybe mentally uh, you need support, there is a right range of, of support for it. Uh, they are setting up an information center, so all your questions can easily be answered. They're really looking into how to make it as easy as possible for students to give all the support that is needed. Um, and that's just great. Looking back at myself, also my study at Farsa, for example, the way that he helped me uh, through problems that I have. It's uh, really personal, and I think that is really typical for uh, Twente. It's really the education with personal touch, or as we say, high tech with a human touch. Yes, that's a, that's a good slogan. 
After my lectures, I like to visit my study association, Atlantis. Now, Nina, as our chair, I'm sure you can tell us what Atlantis is and what Atlantis does. Atlantis is a study association of Atlas, so we organize fun events for activities for our members, and we also do educational stuff. We offer books for a cheaper price. It's all a fun bubble, actually. Ah, oh, great. Next up, I have a project meeting. Now, projects play a really big part of our educational program. Hi guys! Hi. So, this is my project group. Catherine, can you tell us what we're working on today? Yeah, so we're in our semester four project and the theme is Wicked Problems. So today we're taking a look at the Lake Chad Basin crisis and we'll be specifically looking at refugees within the crisis. Yeah. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Uh, Walter, what do you like about project-based learning? What I really like about project-based learning is that you learn how to apply the knowledge you have in meaningful projects. Now, in our team, of course, we need someone to manage and lead us. Kyla, what's your role within our team? Within our team, I'm the team leader. So I make sure uh, we know the deadlines, we finish the deadlines in time, and we have a fun time while we learn a lot. Well, we're definitely in safe hands with Kyla. Right, I've got to get back to work now. Um, now, look, obviously, extracurricular activities absolutely sent. Uh, Twenter and and what and, and certainly what union now now before we get to the student union can you tell us first about the university's student team about the student team yeah so we have uh, we have a couple and they are fairly big groups that uh, are joining for example competition with for example solar boat and they are doing worldwide competitions on being the best of achieving something innovative. These teams um, voluntarily put in a lot of effort to push innovation, student-based innovation, to the maximum. And it's so cool to see the sponsors that they get, the, the, the things they create, it's, it's unbelievable. They have, uh, they have their own building and their own workshop within there to um, fully explore everything within uh, their project that is possible. And when you walk through, you get a really vibrant uh, vibe of everything that a student can achieve uh, within such a board year. Yes, I mean, we'll put a link in the show notes. Some of the stuff yeah, that we, thank kind of, you. We, we came across fascinating. This stuff about kind of, you know, the, the team working on an electric superbike just sounded, yeah. um, you know, really, ex you know, some of it just, just, just genuinely exciting, you know? It's true. Well, uh, I had a tour around the factory and there wasn't one moment that I wasn't there with a really big smile of like this is so super duper cool which student doesn't want to be here sure now look you're president at the only um I, I, I was about to say the only student union in the netherlands that's not quite true insofar as there are lots of student representative organizations in the netherlands but but you're the you're the president of the only student union that is kind of vaguely resembles a uk student union so so, so tell us about the student union and what you so as I said before, there was made a distinction 20 years ago about the development of students. And they said also extracurricular uh, development is highly important for students. We have to set up an umbrella, well, a union uh, that comes up for, for these interests of students within these extracurricular uh, things. Like uh, learning of soft skills is highly important and you can best do that by practice. Um, so they went to Finland and they saw a U, uh, U, or well, student union example over there. And one of the board members was highly convinced and he said to the others, 
come over, we have to check this out. And some years later, the University of Twente actually started the first student union here in Twente. And now 20 years later, as you see how much it has been growing, with the university around 30,000 students and more than 150 associations, a lot of students are participating uh, within, as we call it, activism. It isn't politically, it's more like volunteering within all these associations to keep this vibrant community going. And we as Student Union try to provide everything for the associations that they need, uh, well, to achieve more than a degree for students, which is our slogan. Yes. Now, now, now look, I guess for UK listeners, um, people will think, oh, yeah, OK, well, you know, there are clubs and society which are largely based hobbies. But um, these associations you support, particularly at Twente, but to some extent, can you give us a sense of the size and scale and the breadth of things that students are running at the university? So it can depend. Some associations are smaller, some are bigger. For example, uh, rowing is a really big sport over here. They have their own complex with two other water sports. And you have to think about, well, around a thousand members. It's a really big association. I don't know the exact uh, numbers, but also, for example, hockey is really big. They have their own clubhouse, so they can also enjoy some uh, nice after uh, training uh, drinks. Uh, a lot of associations do have this uh, social uh, aspect as well as the sports aspect to it. And not all these sports associations, also cultural associations or uh, for study-related associations, um, they all have a social and a well more in-depth uh, way and it's uh, it, it's really interesting to see. does that answer your question a little bit yeah i mean look i mean for example um kicking we thought was very so um and kicking is broadly you know the way in which you know kind of welcome week or freshers week works but i mean give us a, i mean just 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 kicking i mean apart from the fact that it's got its own giant office in your building give us a sense of the kind of size and scale of of that its budget you know how many students are involved in it and so on uh the, the kick in first a little bit of introduction so when new students come here at the university of twente they have to get a glance of everything that the university and the city has to offer. And a kick-in, well, as the name says, literally kicks you into the student life that we have here. So it's a week full of activities organized by students, of course, because everything we do is by and for students. Uh, and it is a week of great entertainment, uh, a big fe- uh, big show, festival. There is uh, the student building here, the Bastille. We call it the Bestorming of the Bastille, uh, where students are on a, um, well, they, they go to an obstacle course and then they have to reach the building, which is a big hit. Uh, all kind of student-typical Dutch activities are introduced, a lot of parties. Um, in total, it, will, it gives a great introduction to what student life is here. And again, all set up by students. It's an event of, well, approximately each year, Two and a half thousand new students come here and also the support that is here. So the event around 200 people help there. Um, then thousands of people actually go there. So I think if you count it up, it's a pretty big event. And, and, and how many, I mean, I mean there are, how many students do you reckon are kind of involved in 
organizing that event you know give us a sense of the scale of student involvement not just in participating i mean in actually making it happen and how long does it take to make happen and so on so for this specific event we have multiple events and a lot of associations that all need their own support but for this specific event six students uh, voluntarily put in their time a whole year to set this up and when the event uh, comes there are uh, crew members as we call them and around 200 people voluntarily help to set up this event. Um, another event which is also really interesting is, for example, the Batavia race, the largest rally race in the world. It has broken its own record, I think, for four times right now, uh, where 8,000 people join a rally race. And in the end, there's a really big festival here at campus, and uh, it's a... Uh, it's really special. And also there, nine full-time students uh, are uh, collaborating for a whole year to set up this event. And when the event is there, if I make a guess, around 150 students are voluntarily helping to make the event work. Yes. Now, now one of the things that I think is really interesting is, so, so in both those examples, you were talking about some students being full-time and you have a, I mean, the university has a special grant system that you administer. That means that you've got actually quite a significant number of students engaged in some of these projects full-time, haven't you? Yeah. So uh, to make an estimation, that's hard, but well, hundreds, thousands of students uh, voluntarily um, join committees or do a board year that can be part or full-time and they all do it voluntarily because they believe in the community that they are part of and they believe that um, self-development of yourself, the experience that you get out of it is worth a lot and it's true. If I look at myself, I'm also doing this board year from now, from one year ago until now. The amount of soft skills intuition and insights that I got, it's, it's unbelievable. And to support that uh, a little bit, we have our FOBOL system, which is uh, for financial compensation uh, of the study costs that you make. Yes. Now, so, so, so this FOBOL system, so, so um, you, you know, how does that work then? So, so is it that a certain number of students perhaps that are, you know, not studying for the six months or the, or the year where, of their project, are they, are they kind of, is it like a replacement for the sort of student finance that would normally come from the government? You know, how does that, you know, what, what do they get? <laughs> what okay. do you get, Bram? You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in general, um, if you come here as a student and you want to study, you have to pay intuition fee, um, and that's for the university. Of course, when you're, for example, living here, you also need to pay for your room and pay for your food. So for your room and your food, you can get a loan from the government and also partially for uh, the, 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 the study that you have to pay. And the FOBOL system, because you don't get any education during the year, um, pays you back the amount of educational money that you spend. Um, so the government uh, currently uh, allows you to loan money for uh, studying here or doing such a year aboard here. Oh, so fascinating. So, so, so to some extent, when you say you're a volunteer, you're getting some money back, but you're still actually building up some student debt. And, and that's, that's, 
effectively, I think what you're saying is what you get out of these opportunities is so important that there are students who, you know, there are lots of students by the sounds of it that will do that. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, I, I think, uh, summarized fairly well. Um, the, indeed, we are young and we are hungry, uh, hungry for, for uh, improvement, for experiences. And if you want to get such an experience at such a relatively young age, then doing a board year is a great opportunity to do so. And it's a great improvement also for your professional career. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As well as the board years are for perhaps what, you know, quite what, what we might recognize as student um, projects and festival activity. Um, there's a system in the Netherlands, isn't there, for the governance of universities, which involves a, a kind of statutory annual election. And, and I think from memory, you were once elected onto the, the, this kind of university uh, body. So, so tell us about how, how that works. What is this kind of big university election that happened? Yes. So, of course, students need to be represented within the university. And um, all faculties have a faculty council and university also have, has a university council where students can uh, decide or, well, help to decide what should be policy and what not. To actually think along within the decisive body of uh, the university, which is really uh, interesting. Each year elections are held for this um, to elect students that will represent their fellow students in what would be the policy for that year yes now and and, and there are, there's, a, there's a kind of party system right so so, so is, is yep. this, you know groups of students organize into in, into are they really political or is this just more about you know, you know groups wanting to kind of set out positions um so yeah you can see it a little bit more as well not political they are based on the belief that they have of what the university of Twente should look like and what's best for their community so Within the uni university council, we have uh, two parties, and they own try to represent their their well their vision. And, and what's the big difference, Bram? So, I mean, you, you were part of uh, which one were you a part of? The I was you? part of uh, DAS. Dust. Dust was, oh, the, uh, the party for the ambitious student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, what is the big? You know, if I said to you, what is the big difference between your party and the other party organising? What would you say, other than the fact that on your website everyone wears a suit, and on the other website they all seem to be just wearing shirts and jeans? <laughs> okay, so the party does where I was part of 
was uh, originally based from the idea of active students, the students that weren't study associations that didn't feel hurt enough. So they wanted to have a perspective from the side that is not study related. And so they created a party. Uh, Eureka, to my idea, um, is originally uh, a little bit more focused towards also the study, uh, study association. So it's a little bit of a uh, difference in discipline that they have, but a lot of times they also overlap within their vision of what is best for students, of course. So it's um, the, the area where you're from and where you believe in that would be best to represent students from, uh, that's the way that uh, the two parties are set up, uh, if you ask me. I mean, do you get a sense that when students, I mean, how many students vote in that for a start? That would be, and, and do you get a sense that students are kind of actually thinking about, you know, what goes on in the university when they vote in that election? Well, so to your first question, I think that a quarter of the students uh, vote for this election. So around, what would it be, 3,000 students uh, do think that their vote really matters within this. Um, the university last year has been growing and the university always has been a university by and for students where the student's voice in all levels of the university is really important. And last year, they, they, uh, of last year, they wanted to give that an extra kick, let's say so. And we also set up uh, a new project, which is student involvement, which also involves students at uh, project base. So when they're set up a new project within uh, the University of Twente, um, also students are engaged in there. Um, so in a broad sense, we try to get the student opinion more and more within the university. And that's really interesting. Yes, and 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 then look, I mean, the, the, this goes relatively deep, doesn't it? So, if if I'm in a, I don't know, if I'm in a particular study area, um, but presumably there's a committee in there that has got students too, and 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 there's normally, you know, when I was wandering around campus when um, you were initially talking to everyone, I was kind of exploring, and um, I came across a couple of what looked like kind of local study associates for a couple of subject areas that that just looked you know that just looked really interesting you know just give us a you know if i'm in i don't know I don't, if i'm an engineering um just 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 explain how i'm represented and how students are engaged in the kind of subject of engineering okay so every study has their own uh study association um for some cities it's combined but they represent or well they form actually a link between the student and also a little bit the university. So, for example, they provide discounts to books. They organize great things. They said they introduce students when they are uh, coming here. So, for example, uh, from the faculty, they make sure that they have a proper introduction. They will provide information. So they are really um, connecting students with their study. So it's, uh, it's an association based on the study um to provide students with uh well a study community yes that sense of community i think is is, is very important you know we've been yeah. doing some work on community and belonging over the past um couple of years and and so you know i mean i i certainly got the impression that you know if i was i don't know a student that because of the kind of space and budget given to that association that you know, them being given responsibility for creating a supportive team was something really important at the... Yes, and I think you actually uh, hit it on the nail there. 
that students are given a lot of responsibility within the university to make the university actually work. So we also, of course, have a lot of employees here at the university, but students also form a critical part of what this university uh, makes it work. And that's really special. For example, me being uh, the president of the student union, um, if I compare it to the UK, there they have uh, well, a senior board that uh, does it most. And here they said, who better do this than students? because we already have experience with that and it always works great. So here they put students on such a position, which is uh, really nice. So everything is really done by and for students. And that's a really, really valuable uh, and nice core of the University of Twente. Now, 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 Bram, how can this be? So, um, you know, uh, I mean, if, if, we, if we, there must be, I mean, <laughs> there, mu- <laughs> there must be some moments where this goes wrong or, or students mess something up or students make a really bad decision. How can it be? You know, and, and you know, there's a kind of perspective of that I've got here and I'm playing a little bit, but you see what I mean? How can it be that students are trusted with such a large amount of money and such a lot of responsibility in terms of the student experience? <laughs> yes. Um, so, of course, we made sure that, that even though students have less, uh, well, experience, because that's the main factor, um, they do have a high motivation. They are doing it voluntarily, which means they are giving up a year of their studies to set, uh, well, to give up the time for a goal that they believe in. So they really want to make it work. So first, there's the high motivation. And then second is also the support that they get. So as a student union, because every association is fully arranged by students, we uh, try to arrange every uh, support in every way that is possible. But also we as a board get a lot of support. So the university has the services, for example, finance, uh, and we also get support as a board from finance. Uh, so in all ways, um, there's set out a structure um, to give students all the support that they need. Um, so in the end, everything will turn out as it is uh, well preferred. Well, I mean, really interesting stuff. Now, 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 look, before we go, I know that over the past week or so, Union has been playing host a big event yes. in a massive tent on campus. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> just what on earth is Create Tomorrow? Good question. Well, first of all, it's the greatest and biggest thing bank that you can think about. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of students go there. Uh, companies give cases and students are thinking about a solution. And now, it's now, a hold big on. So, so when you say companies give cases, just explain that. What does, what does that look like? When you say a company gives a case, what, 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 sort of th- what does that mean? Okay, an example. This year, for example, NS, one of the uh, train services uh, within the Netherlands, had a case of a redesign of one of their trains, if I say it correctly, of course. Uh, and then they deliver such a case to... Um, create tomorrow and lots of students are going to think about what would be the best idea giving certain constraints to come up with to, to solve this uh, problem and they get a lot of support during the day they get workshops they get entertainment food 
there's a really big tent where it's all happening so you're one day working with your friends on such a case and in the end uh, there's a big sum of money that you can win um, if you have the best solution. Hi, I'm Rulof Hemmer. I'm the host of Create Tomorrow 2019. Create Tomorrow is the world's biggest student think tank. The students started at 10.30 today and they have uh, six hours to work on their case. Uh, we have three different keynote speakers, we have entertainment and a four-headed jury will assess the best solutions and ideas. It's great to see so many teams dedicated and also working very hard in the beginning already uh, for a solution and they ask a lot of questions which is always a good signal that they really take it seriously. I expect mind-blowing results, <laughs> concepts right, to help us think in a different way. I think it's really great. It's the first time I've been here and I think the organization is really great, the greatest student think tank in the world. So yeah, I'm really impressed. Yeah, I'm really curious to see if we can find any new revolutionary ideas because there's also a lot of already known and a lot of ideas are already present. So I hope to find a, a new Eureka moment uh, today. Yeah, I think it's a really nice day. I'm here with my friends and normally we're just uh, talking and chilling a bit together and today we're a bit more serious and sharing our knowledge together and yeah, work on uh, real social problems. Every organization, innovation is a huge uh, aspect of the organization, also within the Ministry of Infrastructure and Water Affairs. But everything is very new, we don't know all the answers yet, so that's why we asked 100 students to help us with these answers. And students actually really help us to think bigger than we already do. We like to make use of the, the knowledge and, and, and like the creative ideas that students come up with. Uh, pick their brains. Uh, come up with new innovative ideas. The winning idea will be helped with novelty with a bootcamp that uh, I'm sure they're gonna skyrocket uh, the idea. Vibrant, amazing, really great. If you look at also other people, that collective intelligence is really, really beautiful to see. And what I like the most about it is all organized by students. What I've heard so far, because I've been talking all day to people, they are really enthusiastic, but especially also the way the students think and how independent they are. Not sure what they are coming up with, but um, really curious. And this, I mean, about a thousand students taking part in this, all organised by students. Really, really impressive stuff. And I guess in some ways what Create Tomorrow does is really kind of exemplify everything we've talked about around, you know, kind of practice base and, and, and applying learning and interdisciplinarity and also extracurricular activities. It really brings it all together, doesn't it? And, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll post a couple of links up to uh, some, uh, some, some, some of the after movies on uh, on the site. Well, look, Bram, it's been fantastic to, to have you on. Thanks for so much for telling us. Uh, thanks so much for telling us all about that. Um, uh, uh, do visit Enshaday if you get if you get chance, folks, if you're uh, thinking about um, visiting either uh, Germany or the Netherlands, it, it's well worth a visit. The the setting that the university is in, uh, in, in in kind of um, parkland, is is, is absolutely uh, beautiful. Uh, as I say, Bram, great to have you on. Have a great summer. So that's about it for this week. Remember to dig a bit deeper into anything we've discussed today. You'll find links in the show notes on wonky.com. Don't forget you can get the latest show automatically when it's out. Just search for The Wonky Show wherever you get your podcasts. And to find out how we can keep you and your organisation ahead of everything going on in UKAG, do head to the website to find out more about our subscriptions. 
So thanks very much to Bram at 20, uh, Michael who makes the show happen behind the scenes. Mark will be here next week. And until then, stay wonky. Stay wonky.